This video is sponsored by Fide, a Catholic technology alternative to big tech companies. Fide provides email, calendar services, file, and collaborative options, forms for individuals, families, businesses, parishes, and nonprofit operations. Check out the link in the description box for more information. Just a quick announcement, folks. This weekend, I have a whole lot of Christmas-related content for you, including a message from Archbishop Vigano and several historic addresses, sermons, whatnot from saints and great minds of the church that are of various uplifting but still appropriate for the weekend for the Feast of the Nativity coming this weekend. So it'll be pretty jam-packed and tentatively I have a live stream I'm going to do early to midday on Christmas Eve. I can't do a later in the day live stream, especially on a day, on a day when I'm getting up, you know, trying to get some sleep and then getting up at like 10 p.m. to get my family to midnight mass. But try to join us tomorrow on Saturday for this Christmas live Christmas Eve live stream. It'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun, I think. We're all interact with the audience and go over some other news items and all sorts of other stuff. So tune in. As we enter Christmas weekend, I actually can bring you some good news, finally. Yes, some rare good news in a time when the majority of bishops are complicit in silencing good if overzealous priests. In a time when Rome is protecting wicked priests with a history of illicit liaisons with nuns that are too unspeakable to describe in any detail. And in a time when cardinals of the Roman Curia are actually filing lawsuits against Catholic media outlets for reporting on their misdeeds, we have some actually good news to talk about for once. I hope this helps you enter the Christmas weekend and get into some Christmas spirit because maybe our blessed Lord is giving us a Christmas gift that shows us in the future may not be quite so bleak at all, at least when it comes to the life of the church. The Wall Street Journal reported this story. Headline, U.S. Catholic priests are increasingly conservative as faith will grow more liberal. Almost half of young clergy in a survey disapprove of the liberalizing Pope Francis. Now, I'm going to make something absolutely abundantly clear here. There is a difference, a big one, between being a traditionalist or traditionally minded and a conservative. There's often a lot of overlap between the two, but they are not the same thing. Conservative bishops and priests are far less likely to spew heresy and cause scandal than their more liberal counterparts, but they often will act, fail to act when action is needed. And they often defend the post-Vatican II revolution in the church because they represent one faction of the post-revolution order in the church because they often, they all, or their forebears, help bring about that revolution. But still, conservative ones are light years better than what we see in the church from the likes of Pastor Jimmy Martin and Father Casey and all those other high-profile priests in the church in America in our time. That having been said, from the article, quote, American Catholic priests are becoming more conservative even as their flock are becoming more liberal. U.S. Catholic bishops chose conservative leaders last month, continuing to resist a push from Pope Francis to put social issues such as thermometer environmental issues and poverty on par with the bishops declaring declared priority of opposing the Moloch ritual. The U.S. hierarchy's orientation reflects the wider trend of an American clergy with values at odds with those of an increasingly liberal laity and a pope who has encouraged the questioning of once taboo subjects on leniency on some teachings of morality of the flesh. A spokeswoman for the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops declined to comment. End quote. Yes, the laity are getting, quote, more and more liberal, which is the word the author of this piece uses. I use the word modernist because the term is more honest. 
Modernism is a formally defined heresy, often described in the words of Pope St. Pius X as the synthesis of all heresies. More than 60% of American laity see salvation as being possible without Christ or membership in his church. Nearly the same percentage want women to be priestesses and the church's morality of the flesh to get with the times on a whole host of issues, including the Moloch ritual. And let's not forget that two out of three Catholics who attend Mass regularly in the Novus Ordo reject the real presence of our blessed Lord in the most blessed sacrament of the altar while less than 1% of traditionalists do. Those are the facts that really must be understood when talking about how the laity are getting more and more quote-unquote liberal. They're becoming more and more overtly modernist. And this brings us back to the article, though. Neither Rome nor the USCCB would respond to what I'm guessing is a Catholic layman's request for comment on the article's findings. Look, I'm not surprised, nor should you be surprised by that in any way. Quote, Research on Catholic clergy by the Austin Institute has found that younger Catholic priests and priests ordained in more recent years tend to be noticeably more conservative than older priests on a host of issues, including politics, theology, and moral teaching. The survey of American Catholic priests has found that since the 1980s, successive cohorts of priests have grown more conservative, according to a 2021 summary report. Regarding the Church's prohibition on artificial barriers to God's great command to be fruitful and multiply, the private sin, as Pius XII called it, the James Martin sin and self-destruction, the impossibility of ordaining women to the priesthood, and the necessity for salvation of faith in Jesus, each successive ten-year cohort of priests supports church teaching more strongly than the one before it. Those ordained in 2010 or later are the most conservative of all, and the least happy with Pope Francis, with roughly half disapproving of him, according to the Austin Institute survey. The Vatican didn't respond to a request for comment, end quote. The fact that, that being conservative means you support church teaching is sad, and only half of them is disapproving of Francis is sad, too. But we talk about it, you'd think it would be higher than that, because here's the thing. We've known about this trend in the clergy and the seminaries for some time now. I've talked about this in videos two, three, four years ago, that more and more young priests and future priests object to the way the church is being run now. That's a good thing. They reject the heresies coming out of Rome now. That's a good thing. How far they'll go with that is anyone's guess, but it's still only half, and I'm sure some kept the opinion to themselves. Now, some time ago, Francis made remarks about the need for the U.S. bishops to crack down on their seminaries, and now you know why. Francis and apostate Rome are well aware that the future of the clergy does not belong to the hypermodernists. It belongs to those who want something that actually resembles Catholicism. But the road between where we are now and our Catholic future is uncertain. We are probably headed to a fulfillment of Benedict XVI's warning of a small, more devout church in the future, and more conservative priests will probably push out this increasingly modernist liberal laity. It's just going to happen. Then Father Ratzinger made comments in the late 60s predicting the future in the immediate aftermath of the Second Vatican Council, which would be emptying smaller parishes. And we're quickly seeing that come to pass. People are leaving the Catholic Church, especially in America and the Western world. This has been happening for decades, but after the parishes closed without a fight in 2020, that process accelerated. I mean, who wants to go to a church that says it's not an essential service, while your neighborhood McDonald's apparently is in the eyes of Caesar? When the bishops sent that message, the real collapse began. But there are people offering ways to bring back people to the Mass and the church more broadly. 
you know, I have I've never, I don't think I've ever cited them before, but not the B actually suggested this. Suggested that we stop offering a weak, watered-down version of Christianity, stop saying the same things that Hollywood was saying a decade ago, and offer instead a more authentic, muscular Christianity that opposes the errors of the age. And if we do those things, men will come back to mass in our case. So from their article, quote, Across every denomination, Christian faith in Western churches has been distilled down to an 11th commandment. Thou shalt be nice. This is done in the name of love, and truth is the first casualty. As the church becomes more of a social club, men check out. Men want something to fight for, a cause that is worthy of struggle, sacrifice, and death. They want to boldly lead, build, and fight back the shadows. More than that, they want and need a king to follow into battle. This is why the ardent fedora-wearing keyboard warrior who proclaims no belief in God and believes he alone is the pinnacle of human intellect is likely tweeting about how superior he is while surrounded by hordes of Marvel, Disney, and Dungeons and Dragons gear. He can't help but live in the way he was designed to be as a man, and if he doesn't follow his creator into battle, he will follow and worship the idols of Comic-Con, Wall Street, and ESPN in God's stead. These men need a god who isn't a sky fairy, but a warrior who hurls the horse and driver into the sea. They need one who puts on righteousness as his breastplate and the helm of salvation on his head to repay wrath to those who have perverted justice. They need the ancient of days who opens the book from his throne of fire, slays the beasts and holds everlasting domination. They need one with blazing eyes who comes from heaven with a sword and a robe dipped in blood, ready to strike down the nations. Because of this, a church that reduces itself to a self-help messaging from the pulpit and lovey-dovey songs about our feelings doesn't inspire or attract men, end quote. You don't have very many men in the church, and the church has no future. It's as simple as that. The author goes on to point out how church leadership is repeating what Hollywood said a decade ago and provides the example of Protestant pop singer Amy Grant, who, if you haven't heard, now endorses James Martin's parody, The Marital Sacrament, because of course she does. That's simply the logical outcome of Nicianity, not Christianity, the worship of niceness and not the worship of Christ. Our blessed Lord wasn't nice. Yes, he was compassionate and kind and the rest of the things that go with that. But being nice means you're willing to avoid the hard truth in order to keep the peace. And that was not Christ. But that's what happened to the human element of Christ's church, as well as with the schismatic Protestants and the schismatic East and recent times. Instead, if you want to bring the men back to the faith, you have to ditch the niceness. No more niceanity. Have a whole host of young priests who are not afraid of the truth and who reject Francis's programming of embracing heresy to make the church nice in the eyes of the world is a fine, good first step to fixing this problem, but it's not the last one. But that having been said, I'm not sure what the next step is. So what is the next step to solving the problem? Let me know what you think about this, you know, including have what, you know, having what you think having fewer heretical priests, if that's a good start. What you think else needs to be done, because I think more needs to be done. So let me know in the comments what you think. And uh, again, remember, we have a live stream coming up probably Saturday, early or, you know, morning to early lunchtime, probably, as well as a whole host of things to make your Christmas more edifying including a message from Archbishop Vigano and some wonderful homilies and sermons from some of the great saints and doctors of the church. So tune in this weekend. It'll make, it'll be good news mostly for the weekend. 
Let me know what you thought of all this in the comments. Please like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As is sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.